and welcome to the Point of Care Ultrasound Certification Academy podcast, where we focus on POCUS. Here, we will discuss all things related to Point of Care Ultrasound, the practice, the trends, and its impact on healthcare. Our program will engage thought leaders who are defining global patient care with the stethoscope of the future. James Day here today, recording live from the Focus on Pocus studio. Today, we have Dr. Gillan as our guest. Dr. Gillian Gillan is a Haitian physician trained in Haiti from 1985 to 1992. He did his postgraduate studies in Belgium in tropical medicine. He also had the chance to be trained in clinical ultrasound in this country. He is currently working in Haiti as a general ultrasound practitioner at Udeville uh, Hospital in Fords Perzurian at Clinique University Saint Jean Baptiste de Frenier. <laughs> Dr. Gillan is also a diabetes and hypertension practitioner. Until 2008, Dr. Gillan has been teaching epidemiology and public health in many universities in Haiti. He is the co-founder with Professor Laura Lanty from Washington University in St. Louis of the first school of public health at the University Public de Nord in Haiti. Dr. Galin opened the first school of ultrasound in Haiti in December 2017 to train physicians and nurses. It is a private but not-for-profit school. He is currently the only instructor as there is no other ultrasound instructor in the country. His goal is to make ultrasound services available, including echocardiography, all over the country, mainly in poor rural Haiti. Dr. Galeen, how are you, sir? I'm fine, thanks, James. Thanks, Dr. James. I'm fine, thanks. Listen, I, uh, I, I must apologize for fracturing the beautiful uh, Creole French patus of uh, Haiti there. You, you'll forgive me, won't you? No, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. Okay? No problem. Your Creole is pretty good. Pretty good. And I'm pretty sure that you can run for... for 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 Congress for the Congress if they leave your landmark Creole. <laughs> yeah, my Creole comes from New Orleans, but it's very different in Haiti. And first, you know, I must thank you for your gracious hospitality when I visited your school and clinic as part of the mission POCUS. How are things going since we left eh, about a month ago? No, you know, we 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 we'll still we, we are still trying to survive. Last week we have uh, uh, political trouble all over the country. It was not easy. And during the last 15 days, I couldn't teach. But thanks God, we we starting again with the teaching this week, and we are we are moving forward. We we are we are, we are doing our best. We are moving forward forward. Yeah. Excellent. I'm happy to hear that. So, can you elaborate more about your school for ultrasound? That's quite an undertaking. Uh, let me let me first of all come back to 2001 when I came back from Belgium after my postgraduate studies in Belgium. Uh, I discovered ultrasound in Belgium and I said, "Wow, it will surely be the status of of the of of our century." Uh, in 2008, I opened an institute of ultrasound downtown in Port-au-Prince, but you know. Uh, uh, the, the rent for the house was so high, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I I couldn't afford it. You know, I took the decision to 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 see if a hospital in Port-au-Prince could have a partnership with me. And last year, I was fortunate enough 
you know, to, to start with this past partnership in, in a local hospital in Pétionville. The name is a, a community patient hospital. It thanks to this, this partnership that I had the chance to start the school. And at the same time, I did my best to open a university, a university polyclinic in a clinic, a university clinic in Pionier. Mm-hmm. Pionier is a suburban area where I'm, where I'm living. And, you know, now it's, it became easier for me to train uh, uh, a physician and nurses. It was always a dream, but the big problem is what it was to rent a, a, a house mm-hmm. because you know uh, it's it's it, it costs and harm and a leg in Port-au-Prince. So I had the chance to start last year, and I'm I'm very happy. I'm very happy, you know, uh, uh, because I can tell you that if uh, tomorrow, let's take an example, if tomorrow. I do not feel very well. I can ask one of my students to go to Fort Parisien home to, or to come to, 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 to my clinic. They, they can, they, they can uh, do ultrasound. And if they, 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 they hit a, a, if they have a problem, they can call me or send me all the pictures. You know, we, mm-hmm. we will be moving forward. I'm very happy. That's great. I, I know you had a very modern built in, building right there. And uh... mm-hmm. Thank you. It's small. Ah, I don't know. If you it's... permit me, it's small. <laughs> but believe it or not, Beginning 2020, beginning 2020, I don't know where I will find the money. Mm-hmm. We will start with a small teaching hospital. Excellent. And we hope that in five years, in five years, we'll have the same standards of care that you have in the States in our small hospital. Listen, that's perfect for what I want to ask you. I want to hear more about your hopes and your vision for healthcare in Haiti and for the Haitian healthcare workers that you train. Uh, one, I believe, I strongly believe that a healthcare should be free, should be free, and we all should have should have the same standards. When I'm saying when I'm saying all care should be free, I'm saying that rich people should pay what they can pay. Poor people should pay what they can pay. Mm-hmm. It's not when I'm saying free. It's not you giving nothing. You pay what you can pay. You know, so that you can have access to standards of care. If someone can pay one dollar. For, for an echocardiography, it could have the chance to pay $1 and to have the best uh, ultrasonologist or the best echocardiography, you know, to do is or a ultrasound. You know, I, strong, I do not believe in what we call primary care. I do not believe in what we call primary care. Mm-hmm. You know, we define, WHO define primary care for poor people. I believe that everyone should get the care he needs. That's what I think. If you need an echocardiography, the state should give him the chance to provide him this echocardiography. If he needs heart surgery, the state should train the doctors so that they can, we can have heart surgery. I think people deserve the best. That is great. And I know you, you're a real advocate of uh, having the health care done in the island of Haiti. Uh, uh, as opposed to uh, a lot of physician uh, patients, excuse me, going to uh, Cuba or Florida or other places. It's very sad to say that, you know, because I think that the money, uh, a lot of rich people from Haiti, a lot of healthy people from Haiti are spending to go to Cuba. They could invest this money in Haiti to improve uh, uh, the, quali- the, uh, uh, the, the, the human resources we have and the quality of care. That, that's what the state should do. Even congressmen in my country, uh, it's a shame, even congressmen from my country, they go to the state or to Cuba, you know, for, 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 for health care. It just doesn't make sense. There are things we can do in this country. There are things we cannot do. 
they should at least stay in the country for for yes. they do that. Yes. They spend it, you know, I know you know, we, we know a lot of healthy people in this country. There are I don't know, a a a a, a problem in in, in in the big two. In the big two they go to the states. You know, they have mm-hmm. like a, 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 they have been burned in this small, you know, finger. They went to the set. It just, it just doesn't make sense. But that's <laughs> yeah. the way it's yeah. we, we need to change that. I think you're the one, you're the man to do it. And uh, you know, while we were there, I know we visited another clinic uh, near the Dominican Republican border mm-hmm. and run by uh, Dr. Alexis. And are you looking to partner or staff the clinic with your trained students? No, uh, I don't. Let let me try to repeat your question. You said if I want to partner to, to have a partnership with Dr. Alexi. Yes, you two work together with your sending your students. There. Yeah, we are we are working we are working together. And I remember the last time when we were here, I asked you to go to pay him a visit because we are looking for a fisherman maker. We want to have someone, a retired ultrasonographer from the United States that could be based there. It could work at my clinic. It could work at Saint Parisien because the big problem is I'm at the same time the, the teacher and the clinical trainer. Uh-huh. It's not easy for me. My day starts at 4 a.m. in the morning and it never ends. <laughs> it never ends. I remember. <laughs> you know, this morning, this morning, it never ends. This morning, you know, I had physician student, nursing student in my clinic. This afternoon, I was in Fort Paris. Tomorrow, early in the morning, they will come to the clinic for training. At noon, I have to teach. You know, it's very hard for me. And if this show can help us to bring more people, I will be very, very happy to welcome them here. But I need fishermen make it. It's very clear. I don't need people to come here like Cuban doctors who come here. They have jobs. We want to train our own people. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry to say that. That's the way it should be. Uh, you know? No, I no agree. One can make, can, no one can make me believe that people from the United States will come here to change this country. We have to train our own people. And if a friend like you, or like Dr. James de la Valle, Dr. Victor, the friends who were there last week, if you want to support to support us, we, we need you, we need you to bring people, well-trained people here, so that we can train our our physician, so that in two or three years we can have I don't know 40, 50 doctors, fifty well-trained doctors in ultrasonography, so that so that so that you know the the, the patient at my clinic they, they 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 won't need my support again. Yeah, and you know on that topic. Uh... You know, I recall you told us of the scarcity of sonographers and what was it, like four in a country of 11 million? So what is your goals for the school to meet that demand for good sonographers and physicians practicing POCUS in Haiti? Yeah, I think, you know, for uh, the, the biggest problem is echocardiography. For, for the biggest problem is echocardiography. But, you know, uh, mm. global, I, I, I think that uh, on the whole country, we do not have a lot of people tra- well training in, in ultrasound. You have people who, who, who can use a machine, who can do, you know, but we don't have well trained people. In progress, we have four or five people who have basic skill, you know, to do echocardiography. For, you know, for small parts or abdomen, I don't know exactly, but it's, 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 I'm pretty sure it's less than 30 for, 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 for the whole country. It, I'm sure. I do not have the data 
in front of me, but I'm sure it's less than 30. And what I'm t- trying to do, I'm trying to, to train young physicians and mm-hmm. nurses. Uh, you know, if the physician who is 50, 55, 60 wants to come to my class, uh, I, I will welcome him too. But, you know, but I, 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 I'm putting a big emphasis on young physicians so that, you know, I know that they, a lot of them, they want to have a job here. If they stay here, you know, they will have the chance to practice ultrasound and to save lives. If they leave this country, they will have the chance to practice in another country. Too. You know, I'm not a politician. I'm not going to give them a job. I just want them to be well-trained. So, Dr. Galeen, what are the key challenges of using POCUS, point-of-care ultrasound, today? I do think we have the two main challenges. Two main challenges. Number one, find trainers. It's not really easy to find trainers to train people, you know, because ultrasonography is, is new. Number two, in case, in case you train trainers, that's what I'm trying to do now, in case you train trainers, you know, it will not be easy for our health centers to find the money they need to buy ultrasound machines. Mm-hmm. That's the two main challenges. If you permit me, I would like to ask some to, to add something, you know? Please. Even though we are we are trying to train people, you know, I'm not sure that what what we are doing is sustainable sustainable. Sustainable. That's why we need to work with people from abroad. If you can find, for example, a school, a ultrason school in the United United States that could have a partnership with us to help us, you know, having books, they can bring students here so that they can benefit from our clinical expertise mm-hmm. in, in, in basic ultrasound. We can bring our students there so, so that we can share experiences. I do think that this type of partnership could, you know, bring sustainability to what we are doing because tomorrow um, I, I could not be around. We need to build strong a balance between local institution and foreign institution. Uh, that that's my dream. That's my dream. You know, and I I do think if we, if we can if someday we can do that, we will overcome uh, the, the the two main challenges I just I just spoke about. Dr. Galeen, that's a sweet, sweet dream, and, and I hope it comes uh, to fruition for you. And, I, and I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be here on today's show. And I appreciate the audience for listening. And don't forget, for even more POCUS Talk, follow us on Twitter at POCUS Academy and on Facebook at POCUS Cert Academy. Dr. Galeen, it was an honor to have you on our podcast today. The, the, the honor was mine, too. Thank you very much. Okay, bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast, Focus on Pocus. Be sure to tune in with us next week for more interviews with thought leaders that are on the forefront of global point-of-care ultrasound. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are the views and opinions of the guests and not those of Intelios. This podcast is for information purposes only.